Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Story number one. A Knife to Remember, written by You Sure I'm Not a Robot. The human was much like the rest of them, heavy set, too tall to fit in anywhere, and with a face that lied. We were trained to see the truth and watch for the darkness emerging, but it was nearly impossible to see it in this affable and cheerful sergeant. Maybe the training was off, or the humans had changed. He hoped so since working with a species as murderous and deranged as their reputation was not his idea of fun. Sergeant, corporal assist of flight wing reporting for duty and the pleasure of service. The human seemed to regard him carefully, and then his mouth split open widely. He controlled his shudder as barracks gossip resurfaced about the power of human bites. So we have another canary. I asked for a scout and they sent me a flyboy. Excellent. I need your spec sent to me, particularly your carrying capacity. You are in Xeno Barracks 3, I guess. It's the lowest gravity anyway, so go and find a bunk, perch, or whatever, and settle in. No need to do more until the morning, since, apparently, I have some reading to do. Dismissed. Sergeant Aragon watched as the strange beastie waddled away. It was about the size of a tweeny human covered in dark green feathers and a stupid large head. He figured that if someone malted a parrot and then inflated it, they might end up with something similar. He shook his head. Most flying species were useless on missions with humans since the gravity differential was too great. Humans were the heavy wielders of all the known species, emerging on a planet that was just on the edge of allowing spaceflight to happen. Until humanity got its way and could start uplifting its friends on Earth, they were as dense as it got around here. Maybe he had pissed off someone in personnel. Not that he was hard to do since they were cursed with the burden of sitting in a nice warm office all day. Corporal Assist made his way to the barracks. It looked like every other barracks that he had served in. The white cubicles contained a rack, a table, and a terminal. No door. He stood in the entrance and announced his arrival with a tweet, hoping another of his people might be there. In the silence, he figured he was out of luck. He walked down between the rows until he spotted a cubicle with his number taped on it and dropped his gear fluttering his wings to welcome the lightness of the gravity. The next step would be to find food. The canteen was just as ordinary. The military had solved the different diets, religions, bads and quirks of feeding multiple species by creating food printers. You could configure them to replicate any protein or carb in a limitless ways at each trooper had a personal menu only limited by the fact that everything tasted like you were eating the ghost of something that you used to enjoy. 
Regulations imposed a calorie count on every species, regardless of your choices, and the machine kept track. If you didn't keep up, you were served a ball of WTF gruel to match the regulations or get a medical write-up. Human coffee was the only exception, as it was endless, excellent, and untracked by anyone. The humans had insisted that it wasn't a food group, but a medical necessity, and no one from Catering Corps was going to argue with a human more than once. He waited as his food was punched together, trying to read the room. Two tables were empty except for small bottles of toxins. The humans must sit there. Whatever hot sauce actually was had always been a mystery, but he had been warned to never let a human feed him any. Then he spotted another flyer eating alone, pecking at his food like a child. He let out a low whistle and the trooper looked up, startled by the sound. Assist grabbed his food and went to the table. I'm Corporal Assist, just got ya. Any particular reason that you're disappointing your mother, or is it just a holy day that I forgot? The trooper picked up the neglected chopsticks. Sorry, Corporal, no one here gives a damn. I got used to doing it old school when I'm on my own, which is most of the time around here. He pointed at his beak at the human tables. Those guys run these barracks. We are just the local color. Most Zenos don't last a month without looking for a transfer out. You must have seriously pissed off the flight commander to end up here. Assist perched on the bar surrounding the table. I volunteered for Xeno service. I got sick of flying circles around the barracks at home. They handed me this posting. Maybe I did piss off someone, but I didn't join up to hatch eggs at home. You? Trooper First Class Tarwan, the specialist in sentient information transfer. That just means I'm better at paperwork than you. So many people wanted to get out here that they got swamped by the requests, so here I am. I'll get started on yours as soon as I finish my lunch. He went back to eating the bowl of nearly seeds and nearly insects with his chopsticks. You seem pretty sure that I'll be looking for a transfer. Why exactly is that a thing around here? If the conditions are that bad, they would have shut down the barracks and booted the lot of us. What gives? Tawan let out a low whistle of his own. They didn't tell you. He put down the chopsticks, food now forgotten. You trained in the academy, right? Assist nodded his beak. Well, you remember the days we spent trying to beat the humans? The interview that we watched with the human on that ice planet? Assist nodded again. Sure, we all went through that. Can't even remember how many times we lost. It was designed to ensure that we respected humans and stay out of the way if they got pissed. Tawan fluttered his wings. Do you remember the last words of that human? The very last thing he mentioned. Assist tried to recall. He had been shaken by the whole experience. No, not really. The human knocked me off my perch long before the end. Why? Do you remember the knife? Course I remember the knife. Who could forget that? All the hammers and shovels. He gave it to his grandson, remember? Okay, yeah, I remember that. Some family thing that humans do didn't seem important. 
Darwin, after off his perch and stretched in formal distress. Corporal assist, when you walk out on the parade in the morning, you'll meet Sergeant Aragon, grandson of Grabmoral you saw in the training. He is carrying that knife. Tomorrow you'll stand beside it and every other tomorrow until the horror is too much and you come to me to ask for a transfer. They didn't send you here as a scout or even as a corporal. They sent you here as a test. You will either quit or get promoted. Good luck. At that, he left, his feathers settling back to normal. Corporal assist sat at the table for a long time. Men. Our story. Story number two. Razor Focus, written by Wealthy Wonka. Focus. Can you do that? A human can. What? You say you can. I mean, sure. But you know how to focus. Hmm. Yes, I can see why it's hard to grasp. Well, what is focus? Ah, wait, there's a problem. Your translator, it's, um, doing its job, I guess. But not really... It's translating focus to concentration. What now? I just said the same word twice, yeah. You see, that's the problem. Calibrate your translator. Assign focus as a separate concept from concentration. Focus. Got it? No. Focus. 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 Okay, you got it. Good. Yeah, I know. It's harsh on the ears. It's directly human vocalization because of the calibration. This one is called English, chitter-chat, syllable alphabet language. I don't speak it, no, but I did learn this word. It's important to know. So back to where we were. What is focus? Your translator paired it with concentration as a synonym, and it is, but only to a degree. Concentration for us is, well, you know, assigning energy, uh, synapses, if you will, to complete a task. We all do it, obviously. It's a hallmark of intelligence. Yeah, you get it, of course. But you know when completing such a task, you also have to assign mental energy to, say, walking, eating, breathing, waving tentacles around in a matter of which detect surroundings, heartbeat, digesting said food, which is normal, yes. Can't forget about your heartbeat. <laughs> well, get this. Humans don't have to do all of that. No, no, they have hearts, they have lungs, they have rather impressive digestive tracts, and yes, they have to divert synapses, but they don't have to divert energy. Simply put, they don't have to think about it. Don't get it? I don't blame you. Okay, long version then. Humans have this thing called the subconscious. The reason it's called this is, well, because it's below their conscious. It doesn't uh, register. They don't think about it. It uses synapses, for sure, but things like breathing, digesting, pumping blood, it happens automatically. They don't use any mental energy for it. Yeah, yeah, they're quite sane, mostly. Their minds are quite compartmentalized, but their decision-making, talky bit, is well within their conscious. That they think of. What? How does that relate to focus? Well, I'm getting there. Anyways, the subconscious can go beyond just simple eating and breathing. It extends to actions. You see, when a human practices an action, not only do they get better at it like us, it begins to be committed to the subconscious. They call it muscle memory. I call it magic. I know, hard to understand. 
I guess the best analogy is a computer. You input a command, you get a result, but you aren't aware of the steps in between. Yeah, crazy, right? And not just simple things either. Job tasks, machine working, combat. It can become so dynamic that they sometimes skip the input command step, just reacting directly to stimuli before they know it. It's uncanny. They call it reflex. Again, I call it magic. And, like before, this reflex can extend far into the physical action, operating a register, avoiding collision, lining up sights. All of us, not thinking, they call rather aptly autopilot. Do you know what autopilot does? It lets the machine take over so the pilot can concentrate, focus on other tasks. And this is human focus. When a human focuses, everything drops from their mind, their consciousness, and is relegated to the subconscious, like a million things dedicated to autopilot, until one thing is left. One thing to dedicate all the mind to. One. This is focus. It is relentless. So don't doubt their ability, friend. Give them a task and it'll be done. Just remember not to piss any of them off. End of chapter. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.